Hi, my name is Laura Palatin. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show, where I share my personal experience as an intuitive empath, and we enjoy a lighthearted approach to spirituality through a post-religious lens. Okay, intro out of the way. (laughs) Today's episode is about magic and spirituality. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show. Together we will learn, laugh, and grow. Break indoctrination. Rise above our nation. And so Historically, we've been told that either you're religious in the country where I grew up, America, that would be Christianity, or you're an evil demon person and you are reaching into darkness and risking very bad things. Christianity, like all religions, has a very carrot versus stick approach to controlling people, right? The carrot being the community. If you're not a Christian, then you don't belong. And most of the places I've lived, uh, it's pretty hard to come up with a community if you don't belong to at least one local church. When you meet somebody new, very often they will ask you, oh, what church do you attend? Not, do you attend church? As a matter of fact, in one community that I lived in, In Northern California, I had a friend that was Jewish, and she left the area because the predominance of Christianity, the the way that Christians presented themselves to her and was so (laughs) impossible to live with that she just uprooted her family and they moved. The final straw was that she asked someone if they knew of a good housekeeper. And the response was, oh, I've got a great one. And she's a good Christian lady. And my friend was like, can you be a good lady without the Christian part? She just did not want to raise her Jewish daughters in a community like that. And I think that we can all relate to this. And the idea of choosing to step out of that community is very scary. And I can tell you, I went through a long, painful period When I was breaking my religious indoctrination and, you know, they get you at birth and they work it hard your entire life. They want you to come for weekly indoctrination meetings and they encourage you to listen to their music. And a lot of churches have uh, Wednesday or other days of the week. And that's because if you get away and you start hearing other things, you start learning about other people's way of connecting with spirit, that there is another way. (sighs) It's just so painful to realize how long I allowed anyone to stand between me and spirit, that I allowed gatekeeping of that, (laughs) that very fundamental. There just is nothing more fundamental than our connection with spirit. And for decades, I accepted that I should go through someone else because he was a man and he'd gone to school. And he and he didn't go to school to learn how to deepen his own spiritual connection and how to help other people deepen theirs. He went to school to study what somebody wrote down 2000 years ago. 
It's impossible to know the motives of the people who wrote these words 2,000 years ago because the texts have been translated so many times, and and 2,000 years is a long, long time. We can speculate on their motivation and hope that it was good, but it's sort of irrelevant at this point because what it has led to is a very narrow, patriarchal, religious system that, as I said, is a gatekeeper between us and spirit. And if you're listening to this, you've probably come to the realization that the community is not worth the trade-off. So you realize that your path is not the path of the religion that you were raised in, that you're breaking your religious indoctrination and starting to open up your eyes and starting to open your spirit and your heart to new ideas of spirituality and what it means for you. Just a quick disclaimer. If you feel absolutely no spiritual connection and you're listening to this just because you don't get it and you are hoping that you understand what all the other people around you are into, that's fine. They've actually mapped a part of the brain that tells us that some of us just are more active in that part, that connection, than other people. It's just the path that you're on in this life. And from my perspective, I would say that you can trust that it's there. And if you really feel that it's not, that's fine. Like, there's no punishment. There's no reward for believing anything. Because we're all here to have this experience, right? And we came into these bodies with this plan. And if you don't feel connection, then that's the plan. It can't be wrong. I'm fond of saying there is no them. You cannot be a them. You cannot be left out of this because you are inherently part of it. And honestly, if I got to the end of my life and I found out everything I had come to believe was absolutely wrong, I'd be totally fine with that. I might sound crazy. (laughs) My experience of feeling the connection to spirit my entire life and feeling like religion was a barrier between me and a deeper connection has been amazing. It's just been the best. And living The way I live now, feeling that connection, if I found out later, oh, no, that was just the earth and the trees and the other people and that there's nothing greater, I'd be all right. So I'd say, trust me, it's just exactly the way it's supposed to be. So back to magic and spirituality. For people that do not feel the connection, this might sound ridiculous. I've seen the meme, you probably have too, that says a person that cannot hear the music thinks that the people who are dancing are crazy. So for people who don't feel that connection, for people who are not inherently spiritual, we can seem kind of crazy, right? Spirituality can just seem like something that's completely separate from their lives, and they need to put it in a category. Magic works as well as anything. It just doesn't make any sense. It's ethereal. It's not something that they can connect with. So anything that falls into that category can be seen as magic. The other reason that spirituality is sometimes conflated with magic is part of the othering process that religions employ to create an us and them, because there is no us unless there's a a them, because you can't have tribalism being a distinction between two different groups that causes allegiance and also othering. So Tribalism is a tool 
that religions use and, and other social groups, honestly, to create a division so that they can say, ah, this is our side, that's their side. You know, we're the good guys, they're the bad guys. That's how wars happen. It's kind of interesting because I believe sports definitely um, teach tribalism, right? I mean, I remember being in high school. I went to high school in Texas where football is a religion. And the entire, well, all year, all through the school year, the administration held pep rallies and events. We had banners and stickers and buttons and flags and signs all reminding us that we were our school and that we're going to go you know, beat the other school. We needed to have that tribalism. And that is a system that enables a lot of control. Deeming somebody's spiritual practice magic is a way of demonizing them, creating othering and distancing one group from another. It's pitting one group against the other. And in that way, they more strongly solidify who are the Christians, who are the religious people, and who's the them. Personally, um, my spirituality is extraordinarily simple. Ritual is something that you can create in the moment to meet a need that you have. We as human beings love ritual. It speaks to a deep need inside of us to have continuity. So Magic provides rituals for people who do not want to be part of a religion. And that is just as valid as any religion. You're not going to reach into the darkness and pull out a demon. That is something that religions teach you. And popular movies reinforce, right? There's nothing on this earth that you can experience that is going to touch your soul in a negative way. You are fine before you came into a body, you're fine while you're in a body, and you're going to go on existing exactly as that glorious beam of light when you leave your body. Every ritual that you choose to participate in is something for you that you use to give yourself permission to move forward. Look at the ones that we're familiar with. Marriage. It's a beautiful ritual. It doesn't really change anything, though, does it? We enter into it and we make agreements in front of other people. Two people who are getting married, one who believes in it 100%. For them, it's a transformational experience. And the person standing next to them, the person who's taking those vows, signing the papers, if they have not bought into it, it's just something that they did. And it really has very little impact on them. Two people doing the exact same thing at the exact same time, having completely different experiences. In my opinion, that is where the magic lies in ritual. We can all say words. Don Miguel Ruiz tells us that our words are like spells. They're magic. And the power that they have is undeniable. A big part of that, however, is how it is taken by other people. We always need to be mindful of our words and our actions and how they may be received by other people. But anybody that's done a single post on social media and had trolls come after them and twist what they said knows that you really don't have as much control over other people and how they take what you say as you'd really like. <laughs> the magic is in the interpretation. So as you break your religious indoctrination, 
and you start to open yourself up to what really resonates with you, whether it's something like the chakras that for me have been a marvelous tool. And when my throat feels tight, when I feel constricted there, I think about like, am I voicing myself? Am I sharing my truth? Am I holding myself back in this situation because I'm afraid of hurting somebody else's feelings? So for me, the chakras are very powerful, but for you, it may be something else. It may be something from the Wicca tradition. It may be speaking spells and lighting candles, and that is fine. It's fantastic. And if you try that because you're really drawn to it, and it doesn't end up resonating with you, the experience is still super valuable. Because you may find yourself in the presence of somebody else for whom that is really important. And being able to speak that language with the person is incredibly valuable. When the solstice rolled around this year, I really wanted to do a ritual. I wanted to do a ritual that enabled me to release what had been happening in my life that I didn't want and set an intention for the time period going forward. Of course, you can do this absolutely anytime at all. For me, I live on the South Oregon coast. We're pretty far away from the equator. And the difference between the shortest day of the year and the longest day of the year is profound. So I like to use those breaks as a marking point. That just works for me, but it could be absolutely anything for you. It could be your birthday. It can be Tuesday. You know, you can start over every Tuesday, but I just really like to use the solstices as bookends to end one section and begin another. Honestly, when I worked in an office, it was Monday. It was so funny because people would roll in on Monday and be like, oh, no, not Monday. And Monday was my day to clear the slate and start again. And I loved Mondays. That's just about how my brain works, right? I'm always looking for that way to turn something negative into a positive. So as it happened on the solstice, for whatever reason, we just had a bunch of people at my house. My partner was here and two of my kids and a couple of extra people. Sunset was around 930. And I can't explain it to this day. Most of the time, my family's home at 930 at night. But for whatever reason, for about 20 minutes, everyone was gone. They got into different cars and ran errands doing different things. And I was alone. So I dug out my magic wish paper, which is really cool. They do not sponsor me in any way, but I'm a big fan. It's this tissue that you can write on, crumple up, turn into a tube, light it on fire, and it floats away. I like it as a ritual. It just really works for me. Burning anything is fine. It's just kind of fun to see it float away. So I went out on my back deck and I did a ritual all by myself. It could not have been more perfect. I released fear in all its forms. And I keep reminding myself of that because here I sit making my podcast for the first time. (laughs) Not going to lie. It's a little bit scary. I did an open mic last night and completely messed up the first song, but I kept going and it turned out fine. It was fun. Fear is not something I'm going to let rule my life. And when I wanted to mark that time of releasing, I used magic wish paper. I don't care if you explore a coven, and start to learn about the rituals surrounding witchcraft, or if it's some other thing that you create for yourself. Having rituals is something that humans love. It speaks to us. 
And when we put our energy into it, when we deeply place our intention in the ritual or magic that we're doing, it can be profound. So don't discard magic as something that is dark and scary and risky. You are not at risk here. The worst thing that can happen to you while you're in a body is for your body to be hurt or for you to allow somebody else to dictate what your spirit is capable of. So take that back. Search out whatever magic appeals to you because you get to be the boss of you (laughs) and you get to be the boss of your spiritual experience in this life, magical or otherwise. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to learn more about it, check out the website I set up, thepracticallyspiritualshow.com. You can send me a message there, see links to all the other stuff that I do, including uh, books that I've written. I also have a Facebook page, The Practically Spiritual Show, and also uh, Laura Palatin Artist is a Facebook page I made, laurapalatin.com to learn more about me. And I'm on TikTok, uh, Laura underscore Palatin. I think that's everything. Thank you so much. And remember, there is no them. There is only us. Thanks for listening to the Practically Spiritual Show. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for sticking around to the end of the show. I really appreciate it. I love you. I'll see you next time.